Hey Westies, welcome back to episode 118 of ARW Raw. It's episode 18 of season 3, episode 118 total because we have three seasons. Make sure to go rate this show five stars on Apple and Spotify if you love me, Westie. ARW, we're out here. It's been a very overwhelming day in terms of music, Playboy, everything. So I just want to pop in here and do this as a quick, basically, life update slash music industry episode. Um, As you know, I just signed with 206 Music Licensing, and it's been crazy, okay? You cannot get placements for shit right now. The strike is crazy, and you just have to keep making music and keep submitting it, and it just depends all on what the music supervisors want. So today I've been just going back and forth with the CEO, Chelsea Coy, who's amazing. She's going to come on later in this season onto the show in a few months to talk about our licensing work and everything in her company. And yeah, it's just been like a lot of hustle. I just recorded my new song last week called Pour It Up, which will be soon available on all platforms and I'm putting it out for licensing and just fingers crossed to make it happen. And, you know, just looking at a lot of different opportunities. There's so many opportunities always. And I figured today should be about the music industry episode. Now, I just got off the phone with my friend who's actually coming on the show next week, El Choppy, and we were discussing a lot of stuff about Playboy. And, you know, it's crazy this world we're in. There's so many people who are creatives and, you know, being a creator myself on Slushy and Playboy and OnlyFans and Play and and the whole Playboy network, you know, it's very crazy when you're dealing with all the different terms of service and all the different platforms and all the trying to get your content bought and just everything. Everything is in its own direction right now. And in society, I feel like everything is a trip right now. Like life's a trip as Trippy Red says, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just doing everything I can to make this bag. And like, that's kind of how it goes recently. Like recently it's just been a huge, I don't want to say shit show. Like I'm really blessed for all the opportunities, but it's just been a lot to deal with, right? Like we've just been doing a lot and it's just been a lot happening. I just signed with my acting agency, MJB Talent. I just signed with 206 Music for licensing and I just keep getting all these different deals which conflict. So I'm like, I just have to, you know, make my choices. And I feel like I have made my choices. You have to work with the people who understand you and who want to, who want to um, pitch you and who want to ride for you. There's very few people who really want to be there for you and really stand for you, really vibe with you. And really have your own energy, you know, have your own energy, be in your own bag, you know, don't worry about what other people say. And there's always going to be people coming out of the woodwork wanting some shit from you, you know, and you, you, you know, some things take a long time. Like, for example, with music placements, you know, my, my connection, Chelsea said it took her four years to even get her first placement. She only gets one like every six months. I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. And the, the music supervisor make their decisions and it's same, same way with Playboy and OnlyFans, you know, the buyers make their decisions. You just kind of have to do you and it's, it's all a crapshoot. You just have to do yourself. You know, write your music, gear it toward getting bought, you know, make your content, gear it toward getting bought. That's really all you can do as a creative these days because it's very complicated and it's very difficult to be able to get it bought. And, you know, you have to write things specifically and do things specifically for your bag. Sometimes you have to really just sit there and be like, what am I dealing with here? What am I dealing with here? Like I need to, I need to make some hits. I need to make some content. You need to focus on you. And I think that's a big part of my journey um, in music. You know, I started off, I guess to start the episode, I started off at 18. I moved to Los Angeles. I was like, fuck, I want to do something really cool. I want to be in the industry. Um, I had already worked as a photographer. If you follow me for a long time, you know, I did West X photo and I've worked as a photographer for many, many, many years since I was 14 years old, writing my own photo business. So I was like, Hey, you know, like portraits. I was like, Hey, you know, I want to explore all the avenues. So I came to USC. And if you want to listen to the whole USC episode earlier this season, you should. It's called How I Got into USC and all that. I did business cinematic arts major. And I was like, hmm, I really want to, you know, capitalize upon my skill set, not only be a producer and not only be 
a, you know, creative and an executive, but also be an entertainer. And I really took advantage of that in my own way by doing it all. You can really only make money by doing it all in this industry. You know, you can't just be a producer for animated series. You can't just be a rapper. You can't just be a podcaster. You can't just be an influencer. You can't just be a model. You can't just be a a creator and you have to do it all. And I think that's really important. And I think, as you guys know, I want to be a family channel soon. I want to be pregnant and be a mom with Jordan, like in the next two years. And I think that's really setting me up for that because every day is different. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm getting the bag. Every day I'm in my office killing it, working or on set or whatever I'm doing. And, you know, you are traveling for work. You know, you just always have to be on your toes. And I think that, in this industry, it's very complicated. So when I moved here at 18, again, I did my major business cinematic arts at USC, which was really fucking hard. It was a dual degree in business and film and entertainment and like film slash entertainment and then business. So I learned a lot about the music industry. I was like, hmm, I really think I should be in this industry because people always tell me I have a great voice. So then I met my first manager, Luke, and he told me, look, you need to be making a track that we're going to drop at the end of the summer and right when my Snapchat show w- was going to be coming out, which is an opportunity I got for myself through LA Casting. So I want to coordinate the drop of the song with the show so it could go viral. So that's how I even started making music. And, you know, that's that's how I even began in this industry is, okay, I need a song. I need to blow up. I need to go viral. And I'm going to say right now, that's not the way, you know what I mean? But that's a way to start. And I think, uh, like, my music producer, Isaac, just said, like, you know, it's very, like, good way to, like, make a splash. Like, people know, okay, she's on the scene, you know what I mean? That's how I started off. So we worked that whole spring semester of 2017 on my sophomore year on Watch Me. And we made the music video. My friend gave me his Mercedes. And we got all these locations from all these connections I had. And then we had a launch party and it went viral, went crazy. You can watch it right now on my YouTube channel, Amanda Rome West. You know, I'm on all platforms. And all my music videos are on YouTube. So you can watch all them and you can really see the evolution. I started off with this viral shit to be able to, you know, make a splash, as as I said. Like, get people interested and people to understand, okay, like, I am a rapper and this is the direction I'm in now. So they could, you know, get used to it. And that's when I started doing a lot of content online based off rap. Now, that's when my Instagram went crazy, hit 250k, then got banned because my manager, Luke, at the time was telling me to do crazy shit. And it was very inflammatory shit that I was doing. It was, it was crazy skits, crazy stuff that I said, like all this crazy shit. And that was right when I got my MTV series offered to me. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll keep putting on this character, you know, thug Jew bitch. I'll get this, I'll get this bag. Why not? You know, let's do it. And that's when I started to realize, oh shit, like actually I'm really good at music. Like I, I think I should do music. So that's when I met Dallas Caton, Patrick O'Halloran, Charlie Johnson, who I work with still, and um, Max Woolman. And... I began working with all of them and they were called Badger Pool at the time. So that was its own industry, right? So I was getting in my bag with them. I just had gotten my first show with a dime on my 21st birthday. I did a, my full album release for When in Rome. I recorded that album every night after school. I literally recorded that album. I was doing a dual degree program. You guys have no fucking idea how much I hustled for this shit that I do now. Okay, I literally, and I still hustle 24-7, but just a different hustle. But I literally 24-7... Went to school, went to the gym, and then did my recordings. You have to do you. You have to focus on you. And I, I said, I need this album done. I need to have a like 18 song album. So then I did it. I was like, okay. I did the premiere at the dime. My mom came and then we went to Vegas for my 21st with Jordan and my mom. And it was so fun. And then uh, I went back to the studio and started making new records. And I think that that's 
really a part of what changed my life. And I also work with the producer, Lucas Lassone on Amanda Please. I worked with um, Paperboy on ARW. You know, you've got to work with a lot of different producers when you're a rapper, right? So that's why I started working with all these different people. And I was like, hmm, I really need to, like, branch out, make new content, like, work with people 24-7, like, nonstop, be hustling. And that's how I've met a lot of the producers I work with now, you know, just by networking and by putting out releases. And throughout the years, I've really put in a lot of work. You know, I finally signed the licensing contract with 206 Music. I finally am working with this guy who's going to pitch us for sync as well. I'm finally getting other opportunities, contracts, um, ideas for what I'm getting, you know, into in terms of you know, getting, sorry, someone called me. I don't know who the fuck was trying to interrupt my podcast, but let's move on. Anyway, I'm in my office in Malibu. I'm chilling. I'm working right 24 seven nowadays. But back in the day, you know, before I could get all these licensing deals, I had to put in the work to my catalog before the recording Academy, before the Grammys, before Playboy OnlyFans slushy, before, you know, all of my designations and awards and articles, I had to really just like sit down and fucking record things like every day. And it was just a nonstop work. And you know, all the other people in my school were partying and turning up and shit and I was just like I was the one fucking doing the parties like I was the one performing at these things like I was the one hustling and that's just that's just how it goes and so I was in the studio a ton 2018 making new stuff new albums new concepts new work that summer I go on the game show network and do my appearance on masterminds and then that really spurred me to get more fans online from being on TV again. So I use that and leverage that to keep working with my producer, Charlie Johnstone, my producer, Lucas Lassone, and a bunch of other various producers I've worked with. This guy, Kevin Noble, this other, these other random producers, you know, and to make all my different music and work on my music videos and work on everything. And then 2020 rolls around and I had my residency at the Viper Room and it was going really, really, really well. And then COVID happened. So then I had to shift. I said, okay, I'm going to use this to make content. I'm going to use this pandemic to, you know, elevate myself and make everything happen for myself. And that's when I really got into working with Charlie Johnstone and working with my producer, Stuart Tuttle. And that's how I started using music to bring more content. So I would, you know, like how I do now, like I'm recording my new record, Criminal Misfit, next week. And last week I recorded Pour It Up. I'm just constantly looking for opportunities to record things and do things. And that's kind of how it goes, you know, just get studio time, work with different people, you know, collaborate, get things on the books and, and put out for licensing. Now you're always going to get deals. You're always going to get people telling you that they want to put stuff out for you, right? They're always going to get people telling you they want to ride for you. You got to see who actually wants to ride for you and see what's going on. You know what I mean? You got to see what's going on. You got to hustle and you got to, you know, always be putting the work in and, you know, you got to just be there for yourself and be, and let the people around you be there. You got to let people around you be there for you. And you got to have the right people around there for you. And you can't just, you can't just wait on people to, to, to do things for you. And I think you have to put your team around yourself. And that's why like over the years, you know, I've lost producers, I've gained producers, I work with other people again. I, you know, it's a very big flow state, um, and, and constantly, and it constantly putting the work in and that, that's what it takes. You just have to have to put that work in and you guys see who's there for you. You know, you got over time, those things will change and, and everyone will shift over time. I think it's, you know, t- only time will tell as they say, like, I'm giving this, the sync deal a month and see what happens with it. I'm giving, you know, I'm giving Playboy OnlyFans slushy like a month, you know, reassess every month you have to reassess every month. You have to be putting in new work. You know, I'm working with Jordan's Coldwell Banker realtor stuff. I'm working on my music. I'm working on my animated series. I'm working on 
you know, uh, my social media following, I'm working on everything. And that's kind of how it goes. You just have to constantly be putting in that work and doing the grind to make it happen. You can't wait on others to make it happen for you. And I think that's a big part of what I've learned. And um, going into 2021, I picked back up my Viper Room residency, was doing tons of music videos, all this stuff. Um, and, you know, it becomes very expensive. So I was like, okay, let me reassess. Let me reassess. And that, that's why I started learning about licensing. And that's how I've gotten into the licensing side of things. Um, like what I talked about with um, Juliet Lyons on the show and what I'm going to talk about with my licensor, Chelsea Coy, about, you know, and a lot of these, these music supervisions, that's kind of how it works. I mean, they, you have to see what they do for you. You have to shift and adjust accordingly. And you have to see what they do for you and you have to see what it brings you. It, it's a very much a um, a give and take and you have to see what they do. And I think a lot of people in this industry are very shady and they'll say they're doing something for you. They're not. Or like they'll promise you things they can't promise you actually in all in all seriousness. And um, you kind of have to take things case by case in my opinion. It takes a lot of work, a lot of grind. You know, you can't just do TikTok. You have to do Instagram. You can't just do Instagram. You have to do Snapchat. You can't just do Snapchat. You have to do threads you can't just do threads you have to do youtube you can't just do youtube you have to do twitter you can't just do twitter you gotta do facebook no now now you gotta do fucking uh you know pinterest i mean it's just everything and i'm everywhere all at once i'm doing it all everything everywhere all at once like the movie <laughs> i mean uh you know i feel like it's almost like the movie we watched Cla- like last night cloud atlas it's like i feel like i've lived a million lives and i feel like i'm constantly just doing a million things but i think that's kind of how the industry works and that's how you have to do things and that's that's how that's how life works is you constantly just have to be hustling and figuring out your next move. And, you know, after my residency in 2021 at the Viper Room and I did some shows that like, you know, I did Honey Pot Live, obviously, over the years. I've done like The Mint over the years. I've done all these places, like, you know, all the performances, the study, all these things, right, throughout the years from like 2016 through 2022. And 2022 was my last show at the Viper Room. I'm just kind of like, you know what? Like the spring of 2022 was my last one. And, and my family came to town and everything. And it was so exciting and, you know, we we did the thing, we did the show, it, it turned out well. It just, in terms of profitability, performing does not bring you money. And so neither does acting, but it's like, those are things I love to do. So those are more my hobbies. And like, when an opportunity arises, I'll do it. But yeah, I mean, you have to be ready to put in your work. And, you know, I have a great lawyer, Rachel Stillwell, shout out to her. Um, for legal reasons, she can't go on my podcast because she represents me, but I'll talk good on her. You know, she's an amazing lawyer and, and I have a great, you know, licensing team, Chelsea Coy. I got my MJB, um, my MJB talent representation, you know, and every weekend I try to have a great, fantastic, happy, chill weekend, relaxing, you know, because I'm working nonstop. You have to give yourself a rest and that my team understands that everyone on my team, from my videographer to my photographer, my makeup artist, choreographer, lawyer, you know, licensing people, agent, producers, engineers, um, assistants, everything. And you always have to have like all these different hats on, right? Everything sounds good. To, everything sounds good to me when, you know, you're thinking of it in theory as a, as a project, but you have to, you know, space things out accordingly. And since beginning real estate with Jordan, it's opened up my mind, you know, Jordan and I are doing much better than most people in their twenties and thirties, um, in the world. Honestly, he's 30, I'm 25. We rent a three bedroom in Malibu. We are doing real estate to be able to purchase a home in Malibu. I mean, we are working nonstop on production, music, acting, podcasting, real estate, um, consulting, all of it. Music. I don't know if I listen to music. (laughs) I was like on my list, music, modeling, creation, you really have to do it all. And I think that, like, that's something my grandma always talks about. Like, shout out Peggy. I love her. She's She was on season two. If you guys check it out, she's the best. My grandma's amazing. 
And she's literally, like, 95 years old. And she always tells me, like, Amanda, you got to just do everything. Like, you got to do every opportunity that comes your way. And, like, I think that's important. Because my grandma grew up in the Great Depression. And she always said, like, you know, like, you never knew where your next meal was coming from. You never knew where your next job was coming from. Like, you had to be good at everything. Like, my grandma studied piano. And then she became a realtor. She became the first female realtor in Washington, D.C. You know, it's like, you have to, like, be the first to do things. And you have to pave the way for other people. And I think that, like, that's a big part of, like, why I do Playboy. Why I do music. Why I do all of it. Is because... If I'm not going to, who is? And I'm the first female Jewish rapper. I'm the first Jewish Playboy bunny. I'm the first of everything. And I have to represent, you know, that's why I'm promoting every day for Slushy Playboy and OnlyFans. That's why I'm promoting my podcast, promoting my YouTube videos that drop every Wednesday, promoting on social media every day, making new content every day. I mean, I think that's really important to be constantly putting yourself out there and constantly putting out new work. And I think we don't talk enough about burnout. You know, I do get very burned out. That's why at night I just chill. We make dinner. For example, tonight's Friday. So we're going to go see a movie. Well, Okay, so I have this podcast and I'm going to do some social media work and some acting work. Then I have a call on boarding with Slushy, the new app I'm on. Go to slushy.com slash at Amanda Rome West or just type in Amanda Rome West on slushy.com. And, you know, that's the, those, that's the new app I'm working with. So I'm onboarding with them today and understanding, you know, what I need to be doing to make money and all of that. And then after that, I'm hopefully going to have some time to edit some photos for Playboy and OnlyFans, then go to the gym and then go to the movies after we uh, then go to the gym and do upper body and core, then make dinner. We're going to make chicken fingers and fries in our air fryer and then go to the movies to see The Nun 2 because we watched The Nun 1 last night after Cloud Atlas. So we always have a packed schedule. No matter what we're doing, we're always going to the gym or the movies or the beach or whatever. We always make time for ourselves and you know, working nonstop. And for example, if I don't get to those photo edits, that's okay. I can do it next week. Like, I think I sometimes just put too much pressure on myself. And like, I learned that, like, I've learned that the hard way almost over the years. Like, I remember one time I shot the Get Back to Twerk music video. I had a demo um, pilot for ABC the next day. And then the next day I had to show the Viper Room. I mean, that's just, it's just too much. And that's why I've learned to say no. You know, people invite me to parties every night. People invite me out every night. I have to say no. And you know why? Because I respect myself and I have a really strict schedule and I hustle and I love my body. I look amazing. And that's how I have to feel. And my, and my work, you know, I have to look at my bank account, feel amazing, be paying my bills. I have to be able to look at my work, say, you know, I'm putting out great stuff. I'm getting, you know, they're pushing me for licensing. They're pushing me for auditions. You always need to be pushing, pushing, pushing. You have a push, baby. You got push. You can't just be like, I'm sitting here doing nothing. Like, I'm just drinking with my friends. Like, no, I don't like that. Like, the other day in our in our apartment complex, there's, um like, multiple hot tubs and pools. So we went to this one hot tub we don't usually go to. And there were these people in the hot tub. We started talking to them. And they, like, oh, I just, you know, I'm not going to, like, dox them. But they're, like, oh, I just work, like, normal job, whatever. But I want to be a makeup artist. And I want to be an influencer. And it's, like, okay, but what are you doing to do that? Oh, well, I don't do anything. I don't make any content. I'm just so busy. I'm nonstop working. It's, like okay, well, then what do you have to change about that? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't say that to their face, obviously. I was just like, oh, nice, good for you. But in my head, I'm just like, you know, if you're not putting in the work, it's never going to happen. Like, you can't just wish you're a makeup artist or wish you're an influencer. You have to fucking wake up every fucking day. Fucking pull your ass out of bed and fucking do this shit. I mean, I watch my fiance every day do that shit. He wakes up at 7 a.m., promotes my promotes my Playboy and OnlyFans slushy three times a week. The other two days out of the week when we're working, he gets up at 6 a.m. to do the fucking stock trades and do the real estate stuff. And then after that, he always does real estate and does his consulting work and does his acting submissions and takes care of our family and everything. And that's like, if you want to do something, you will. Like, that's what I've learned ultimately from life living in Los Angeles. If you want to have a good life, be peaceful, move to Malibu. If you want to, you know, hustle, you got to work all day. If you want to, you know, look good, you got to work out five times a week. I mean, I'm constantly working out. I'm constantly hustling. I've lost 35 pounds. I've gained thousands of followers. I've gained thousands of dollars. I'm manifesting huge wealth. 
huge house, huge music catalog, licensed out to the biggest advertisers in the world. Our animated series goes viral, signed with Disney. Um, you know, we're, we're huge in Coldwell Banker. We're top, one of the top realtor teams. I mean, I'm just manifesting all of it. And I think that's how you have to live your life. You have to live your life because if you aim for the moon, you'll land among the stars, as they say. And I think that's a really good saying because if you don't try, you'll never know. And I think that it's a really big part of being in, in this industry and just being in life in general. You know, you only live once. I understand there's people who want to work like a nine to five and work at like a desk job. Like, I don't judge that at all. But it's like, if you really, your true dream is to be a singer or your true dream is to be an influencer. Your true dream is to make fun, sexy content. Your true dream is to share yourself with your followers. Your true dream is to go after that, go after that award or go after that, that record that you want to break. That's something that drives us creatives, right? And, and again, I'm not judging someone who like wants to work, you know, nine to five in like, you know, medical pharmaceutical consulting or something. And they, they want to go on there two weeks every year to fucking Brazil or wherever or they want to go, you know, spend a lot of money at dinner every weekend. That's fine. But like for me, you know, I'd rather live the fucking broke lifestyle and put all my money into my work and to where I live and live in a beautiful place and work the job of my dreams and constantly be going after my career goals rather than than be, you know, stuck and put into a position that I can't go after everything I want to go after. And it was a really hard struggle to decide about all this music industry stuff and entertainment stuff when I was in college because I graduated in May 2020, you know, like this podcast started in 2020. You guys know, you guys have been with me since day one. And if you listen to the show, you'll hear it. Like so many people have betrayed me. So many people have gone against me. I've had to take so many people out of my life, always work with new music producers and going back to other people and then having friends and then they leave my life and then making new friends. I mean, that's just kind of how life is. But I think for creatives, it's heightened because we have to go through so much every day to just like make our fucking content and do our thing. And something that really heals me is like coloring and meditation and, you know, working out, listening to podcasts like Girls Next Level or Just Trish, any of those shows, you know, I love it. And, um, you know, or like music or whatever, I just like kind of zoning out, working out, you know, getting that pump in at the end of the day and working really hard. Like I do boot camp, I do cycling, I really calorie restrict. I do 14 hour fast, 12 to 16 hour fasting every day, usually 14 hours, not going to cap, usually 14 hours. And that's part of what I do. You know, you have to have your schedule. And of course, like, for example, next week I'm going to Aspen to help my mom with some stuff because I help her with her content. And of course, we'll go to dinner. Of course, I'll just do like two workouts in the little gym they have there. Like, that's fine. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything about that. I'm saying like, yeah, of course, like you're always gonna have schedule changes or like when we go to Mexico in December, of course, like we're not going to work out every day. We're going to be on the beach or like, um, for example, like when my parents come visit in October, when they come to Westlake and they stay in the Westlake four seasons and we're right down the street of Malibu in the canyon and we're going to link and do stuff. I mean, that's a different schedule because that's like for a special occasion, you know, but like, or like we're working on different stuff. But like for me, like, and like for going to Disney for my birthday, yeah, it's a Monday, but we're going to make it happen. Like it's all about making your schedule adaptable, but also like having a routine. Like if I don't have studio time, my routine stays solid. Like if I don't have to go to outlets to buy stuff for Playboy, it stays solid. If I don't have photo shoot, it stays solid. But you know, anything can change at the drop of a hat with a booking or with a, with an event or a, or a session or something. So I always am open, you know, but if I don't have anything going on, I always focus on my health and my work goals. And then, you know, for example, this weekend, we're going to the beach, we're just hanging out. And then Monday night, we're going to Disney. And we're just like, we're just, we're just flexible, you know, next week, I'm recording Criminal Misfit Wednesday, Thursday, we're going to Cabazon to get some more clothes from Victoria's, shouldn't say clothes, lingerie from Victoria's Secret for slushy slash only event slash playboy. And that's kind of how it works out. You know, I mean, you kind of have to do it all. You kind of have to like be making content and editing the content and buying the clothes and, 
you know, editing it all and doing it all and filming it all. And it's just, it's very overwhelming. And I think that like, you have to take time for yourself. Like for example, how we're going to Disney Monday night, like, yeah, it's going to work out Monday night, but I'd rather just like, you know, squeeze in an extra workout today and then go back to the gym Tuesday. I mean, I think that it's, it's not so black and white, right? Like I was at my vocal coach the other day, um, Amy Chapman, love her so much. And she's like, yeah, like just do you like, just keep doing stuff till the opportunities come up. Like that's just kind of how it goes. Like you just have to keep pushing yourself and putting yourself out there until the opportunity pops off. And I'm still waiting on that chance to pop off. And that's kind of how it goes. You know, I was also on a call yesterday with um my music industry mentor, um, Mandisa Henry, who works with Issa Rae and at the radio. And she said, you know, it's so good to talk to you. And like, I, I'm grateful to mentor you and stuff. And like, you're making it happen. Like, and she wants to come on the show too. I mean, you just have to have the right people around you and they'll want to support you and they'll want to they'll want to be there for your journey. And I think that that's important. And you have to like be open for everything. Like people see acting industry or music industry and they think you just like blow up overnight. It's like, no, like the people in the music industry are hustling. Like they, they hustle. Like you are not going to, you are not going to just see the results right away. It's going to be a big, big, big hustle and a big push for yourself. And you have to constantly be pushing, pushing. Otherwise it's not going to happen. And I think that that's a big challenge for us, right? We have to push and we have to make things happen. And that's a big, 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 big challenge. I mean, it's a lot of work, a lot of work, believe me. And I find it to be worth it. You know, I do everything I, I need to do and I make things happen for myself. But, you know, I have to admit it does take a toll. And, you know, I'm young. I'm 25. I'm making it happen. And, you know, I have so many great people in my life, for example, who are multi-billionaires and they don't have to work. But, like, you know, we're all born into different ways, right? And you have to go by what you're saying, you have to go by what you're saying, what you're doing, and you have to do what you feel is for your brand and yourself. You know, if you don't, for example, I was with an acting coach. I didn't like how she talked to me. So I fucking fired her. And I was like, I'm just doing my own acting. I don't care. You know, like I do, do you and don't let people stop you from it and do you and don't let people bug you because if someone's coming in your life and okay, like basically I'm, I'm ranting right now, but, and I'm like ramping up my ADHD shit's ramping up, which is probably why you guys listen to my shit. Cause you love that shit and you miss my Snapchat rants. But anyway, to circle back, you know, there's a quote that always, I always pops up on Instagram and it says, don't take advice from people. Don't take criticism from people who you wouldn't take advice from. And that really stuck out to me because it's like, why am I taking criticism from these fucking trolls online or these people who are just jealous of my career? Or these, these coaches and such who are just profiting off of you. Like, for example, the real coaches in my life are like my vocal coach, Amy, or like my lawyer, Rachel, or like people who are like coaching me what to do. Like not people who are just like, oh, you should pay me to take this next course. Like, no, fuck you. And also like, you have to normalize that. Like, of course I, I did my, um, semester abroad in Italy and I went to Spain and Paris and Berlin and I went to fucking Rome I did all sorts of shit right and Venice all of it but I'm not I, I that was when I was 18 you know what I mean like I now I'm now I'm kind of anchored into to Malibu and I'm hustling and I think that there's not enough like um awareness of that like everyone looks like they're always on vacation or they're always doing partying or whatever it's like no 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 no, no. like I'm hustling like of course, yeah, my parents are in Spain right now, <laughs> Barcelona, and it'd be nice to be there. Like, they're on vacation or whatever, but it's like, no, no, no. Like, when I'm older, I'll do that, but, like, I need to hustle. Like, I did my European stuff, like, my European work slash semester abroad, and now it's time to hustle. And, like, sometimes you have to just, like, stay where you live and hustle because I have cats, because I have a fiancé, because I have businesses, you know, to run. 
And I think, of course, the time will come to do a big Europe trip. And, of course, the time will come to, like, party. But, like, you know, you should only party on, on birthdays. You should only go on vacation on holiday, like, once a year. Like, if you really want to see those results. Because, like, of course, you could, like, waste your money or whatever. But, like, if you want to maximize your results, you really have to hustle. And people see that in me. And I really appreciate that you guys all see that in me. And, like, of course, it'd be more fun just to fuck off and not do anything. Right? It would be fun for all of us to live like that. But you have to focus on your goals. And I think that that's a big thing I learned by actually interning abroad and like living abroad because there's people who live globally and they choose to and they get a lot done. But the people who actually just stay put and hustle, I see they get more done because you can get more done if you're more focused. And I find myself to be focused. Like I'm always cooking at home. I'm always at the gym. I'm always working. I'm always hustling. And I think that's a big part of industry. If you want to be successful, you have to go to conferences. If you want to be successful, you have to do informational interviews. You want to be successful, you have to do calls with different mentors um, and ask for help, ask for advice. Um, make friends in your industry. You know, I was just on the phone, as, as I said, with my guest next week, El Choppy. We're talking, you know, about Playboy and industry stuff. You know, you can't just always be, have your head down and work. You have to also network and collaborate and connect. But there's a time for everything. And to continue my music industry story. I got accepted to the Recording Academy summer 2022 and I said, look, it's time to make new records. So that's when I put out Centerfold and that's when I put out Permanent Vacation. And those are my two most viral songs. They go crazy because I focus on the artistry. Okay. And I did the music videos for those all my own budget. I fucking worked my ass off to pay for those videos. Okay. And now I just recorded my new song, Pour It Up, last week. And next week I'm recording Criminal Misfit. You have to do things. They come in waves. It's just how it happens. I've spent, and I spent all of 2022 building up the savings to move to Malibu and just focusing only on Playboy OnlyFans slushy. Well, recently slushy a few weeks ago, but only Playboy and OnlyFans at first. And, um, and you know, social media, um, social media influencing basically and helping my mom with her brand to make money. And then I've used that money to leverage myself so we could buy our engagement ring. Like, yes, we split our engagement ring. Don't judge that shit. Like we are both running our business for Watchlight Entertainment and real estate. My man is paying for the wedding and buying us our bands. But, you know, you have to understand that people, each people have their own way. So we had to save up for the ring that we split. Shout out to Robin Levinson Jewelers, my mom's patient who hooked us up. But, you know, we did split that and we did have to put a lot of money into that and a lot of work into that diamond. Four and a half, actually technically 4.7 carats. Um, and it was a lot of work to get that. And then, you know, moving is a lot of work and money to get that. Like, you have to understand, like... That's why I took a pause for about like a year and I, I just worked on the music and the back end and learned more about licensing, learned more about how can I make money. Then I met with these people from 206 Music, went back and forth for fucking a whole year, finally signed with them. Finally, they're pitching me like everything takes time. Right. And like good things come with time. That's why I'm like going back into the music industry now and just like consi- consistently like work with this guy, Isaac, working with this guy, Stuart, work with this guy, Charlie. And like, you know, I'm so open to new music producers. I'm so open to working with different people because everyone has their own sound and like I'm open, like, I, I tell the universe, like, 444, like, my tattoo says, 444, like, protection, like, give me protection, give me guidance, like, who should I work with next, like, what, what are you gonna bring into my life, and just let the universe and God bring into your life, you know, like, not telling DJ Khaled, but, like, God did, like, he did, like, like, that shit's brought into my life for a reason, and you have to hustle, and you have to make it happen, and I believe that, like, the universe is manifesting great music producers into my life, the universe is manifesting everything I need, I have to just keep my eyes and ears open, and, and be ready to receive, and I think that, the universe also tests you. You know, I've had a lot of people in my life who have betrayed me or who have treated me badly. And I think the universe is testing you how much um, self-worth do you have and how much, um, I guess you could say, ethics do you have, you know? There's going to be a million people asking for pussy photos. You say, no, I don't do that. I'm just a model. I, I, I'm, I'm respectful. I'm a professional model, not just a model. You know, or they want custom song about fucking Trump or something. I'm not doing that. I'm a professional rapper. I'm not letting you take advantage of me. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't let anyone take advantage of me. And that's, I think there's a lot of power in that, that I don't let anybody do that to me. There's a lot of power in saying no. There's a lot of power in choosing what you want to do. And, um, I just was watching the movie Don't Worry Darling the other night and it's kind of stuck out to me because it's like the guy, Harry Styles, not, I know this is a spoiler probably, but this movie came out so long ago. So just fast forward like five minutes if you don't want to know the ending to this movie. Anyways, Don't Worry Darling is, like, set in picturesque 50s Palm Springs, you know, like, the whole vibe, like, Jonathan Adler decor, like, the Parker where we stayed for my birthday. If you want to go and talk about, go to my TikTok, Manor and West Official. I just posted those birthday vlogs, like, literally not even a week ago because I'm always just posting stuff late. Anyway, that was from literally last year. But it's decorated like that, just, like, super 50s, like, super classic, like, very, like, um, you know, 50s housewife vibe. And the reason why Don't Worry Darling went so viral is because the whole movie, they're, like, living in this picture-perfect 50s life. And, like, they're always, like, dealing with, like, these these things that shake. And you're like, what is going on? And you realize they're in a simulation. And, like, that's their real life kind of protruding through. And they're in a simulation. And all the women in the world are chained to their beds in real life. And their their eyes are being scanned. And they're being scanned into the virtual world. And the augmented reality. And, you know, they showed that in real life, Florence Pugh's character was a nurse and she was working 24-7. She was hustling. And then Harry Styles' character was a guy who literally didn't do shit and he was like an incel. And so that's why he wanted to live in this fake world so that he could pretend like the woman was subservient to him and like the woman wanted to have his babies and like do, do the whole housewife role, right? But she didn't want that. So he had to put her in simulation. That's sometimes how I feel like life is right now. That's why I related back to that because like, oh, the decor is all perfect. Everything's perfect. Like, da 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 Like, there are people I've all on TikTok that are like, oh, I'm so goals. I'm a stay-at-home wife. I'm so goals. Like, I do what I want. I'm a content creator. I make my own merch. Woo! It's like, okay, I get it. Like, you're, like, you're, like, buying into that whole image, right? The housewife and, like, the stay-at-home mom. Like, I get it, right? I do. But, like, I'm about to be a fucking full-time working mom and stay-at-home mom at the same time. Like, I'm gonna fucking take care of my kid and be working 24-7. So that's kind of how it happens, and, like, you have to do you. And, like, no hate on stay-at-home moms, no hate on, like, stay-at-home people, but, like, literally, like, that was what Don't Worry Dong was all about. Like, how men don't want women to have their own opportunities, and they want to silence them. I'm not saying it's every man. Like, Jordan's not like that, right? But, like, there are so many men like that that it honestly disgusts me. And, like, sometimes I'm just disgusted by these men. Like, I'm not even talking about straight men or gay men or whatever. Just men. They think that they're in charge. And I think that's why I work with a lot of women. For example, my agent's a man, but he's so pro-feminist and his wife's Jewish and he, like, supports me and all that stuff. And, like, yes, most of my music producers are men and, like, my fiance's a man, obviously, but, like, they all support me. But, like, there's just so much men who, like, don't want women to win because it makes them feel threatened. And I feel like that's so, like, Don't Worry Darling's theme, which is, like, they literally have to put these women into a simulation so they have to be, like, subservient. And, like, in the movie, um, Olivia Wilde's character, Bunny, she's, like, Oh, but I want to be here. Like, I'm the one who chose to be here. And it's like, okay, if you choose that, good. But, like, if you are not choosing that, do not. You know what I mean? Like, just you be you. Don't worry what other people think. You know what I mean? Just live your life and don't worry what others think. And I think that, you know, that movie really showcased that. That, like, yeah, of course, if you want to be a housewife, be a housewife. If you want to be a doctor, be a doctor, whatever. But, like, there's it comes to a point where other people are choosing for you. And, like, this comes back to my industry point. Like, now it's September 2023. I have two songs on the way. I have a licensing contract. I have an acting agent. I have my career where I'm making music video when I can, but I'm focusing on the music first. I'm making content and I'm making a name for myself and I'm working on our animated series, Akoshu, which you can check out on Webtoon. Check it out. Look up Spirits of Akoshu. It's going viral, basically. And, um, you know, for Watchlight Entertainment slash Akoshu, and I'm doing Real Estate with Jordan at Coldwell. And those are my focuses. You know, I don't have time anymore for, like, Instagram Live or, like, fucking... 
TikTok live or just like sitting around hanging out with people. Like I just don't have time. Like I just make my pre-scheduled content. I do my shit. I make it happen. I don't really worry about what other people think or like, oh, but I could be streaming on Kick. Oh, but I could be streaming on Twitch. No, that's living a different reality. You have to pick and choose. That's kind of how life goes, right? You have to pick and choose your opportunities. And that's just how it's going to go. And you can't let other people contribute or control what you're going to do. And, and I think it's good to have people in your life, but do your do you. Don't, don't let other people stop. You know what I mean? Like, don't let other people stop what you do for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you have to put up your own contracts. You have to put up your own concepts. You have to let people contribute to your projects, you know, but don't tell them what to do. And we just, you know, we just hustle. We hustle, we make it happen, and we we don't let anybody stop us. And I think that's, like, what the mark of a winner is, right? Like, you guys know one of my favorite artists is Pink, obviously, Alicia Beth Moore, Hart, you know her. Um, anyone who's living under a rock, she's, like, the best artist. Um, but her music's always about, like, you know, we're the ones who, like, got away. Like, we're the ones who are, like, the rebels and the ones who do our own thing. And, like, we're the ones who, like, won't be held back. Like, that's how my whole message is. It's, like, don't let anyone hold you back because for so long I was bullied. And, like, I never, you know what I mean? I never let people bully me. Like, I would always stand up to them and always get me in more trouble. Like, I would always, like, stand up to them and fight the bullies and, like, punch them back and, like, do all that shit. And, like, I guess that made me kind of, like, punk rock or whatever. It made me very, like, um, tough. But, like, I think I needed that ultimately for this industry. And, like, I think ultimately, like, that's what it takes like you have to be you have to be 100% on everything you do and you have to be willing to like you put yourself out there and we're the ones who got away we're the ones doing our own lives and you know that's part of it I'm like yeah I can be a mom and work full-time yeah I can do this and that like I do stuff people say I couldn't do all the time and I'm doing most of it before they're even fucking eating breakfast so you know I'm just I'm always grateful for all the opportunities I get and I'm always like pushing for more and I think that that's really important and like all this music to come, like, I always ask my guests, like, what's happening in the next five to ten years for you? Like, for me, I see real estate, a Koshu slash Watchlight, our, our animation stuff, um, music, modeling for Playboy OnlyFans slash and whatever comes next, and content creation. I don't see there being room for anything else. And plus this podcast, obviously, but this is, like, where I, like, basically talk about everything that I do. And I talk to my incredible guests and my amazing friends and mentors and the people in my life who celebrate each other. We celebrate each other. Um, that's all I have room for. I don't have room for anything else. In the next 10 years, I see myself being a mom of one or two. I don't know yet. Obviously, depends on finances slash life. <laughs> that comes later. That part comes later. Um, I see us getting a house in either Westlake Village or Thousand Oaks or Malibu. Anything in this area really is gorgeous. And I see everything just continuing to expand upon itself and that's why i've worked since i moved here 18 and 2016 and i've worked since i was 14 on my own photo business like what the fuck like i'm always working like and like i'm not complaining like i love it like i choose that life like i hustle but like i just never quit you know what i mean like you gotta hustle and never quit because obviously yes you can take days to rest obviously yes like take time for yourself but like don't ever like let people make you lose sight of your goals and i think for a long time when i worked with i didn't even get to my manager nick i had a manager nick after luke because luke dropped out of USC and went to China to do like drop shipping or something. And then I got the manager, Nick, and he like promised me all these things. He's like, oh, we'll work with Chief Keefe. We'll work with fucking Tyga, all this shit. Never happened, obviously. And I ended up firing him and he tried to extort me for like 60K. And I was like, okay, here's a thousand dollars. Get the fuck away from me. And he left. And I think sometimes it takes a lesson like that to be like, hmm, maybe I should manage myself. Hmm, maybe I should do these things myself. And like, Yes, of course, I love my music producers. Like, I love Charlie, and I love my music coach, Amy, and I love my fiancé, Jordan. 
I love my fucking lawyer, Rachel, but those people are not in charge of me. You know what I mean? They're there to support me for what I want to do, but like, I'm, they're not in charge of me. You know what I mean? Like I choose my own, my own songs. I choose my own lyrics. I choose everything. And like, I do myself. I don't really worry about what other people think. I don't worry about what other people think or what other people do. And I think that's a key because like, you're always going to get people who are like, this is how songwriting should be. Or like, this is how you should write your new single. Or like, this is how you should look. Or this is what you should dress like. And like, or like, this is how much money you should spend on this. It's like, no. Only you know your own budget and your own goals and only you can, you know, really make direction off of that. And, like, of course, if I was a billionaire, I'd be, like, on world tour 24-7. Like, I want to be on world tour, you know what I mean? But, like, that's not that's not feasible. And I'd rather be a mother and be focused on my own goals and, like, be, like, in this fantasy land where, like, you know what I mean? I'm pushing myself to a position where it's not going to happen. For a long time, I wanted to be a touring artist. And, you know, you have to, like, kind of weigh your goals and see. Not saying, like, one door opens so another has to close. But, like, sometimes that's for the best. You know what I mean? Like, you have to make your choices in life. And, you know, that's why I'm working with my producer, Charlie Johnson, again. That's why I'm kind of backing off with working with some other people because, and, and working with Isaac and all these other people that, the Stuart, these two great people I work with, because I only want to work with people who are professional and understand what I'm trying to do in this industry and understand, like, my, my direction. I'm not trying to fucking do shit that's not going to bring me anything. And I, I, I'm patient, you know what I mean? If it takes years for me to get a music placement, that's fine. If it takes years for me to get acting roles, that's fine. I'm planning my life around just my my going after everything and you know I never count on anything everything every day is a blessing everything's so I'm so grateful for everything and like I'm so lucky because like my fiance bought me the highest Disney pass for the year like my contract with Playboy just renewed like I'm meeting with the people from Slushy app after this like we might go on a brand trip like all of these things just compound and if you work harder you'll get more and I think that's what I've really learned from doing all these different industries from music to modeling to animation to production to podcasting to influencing it's all one in the same and I used to be in the dance industry too I used to do professional and competitive hip-hop dance you know it's all part of the industry and it's all one in the same you know so you kind of have to operate that way you have to operate that way. You just have to always be ready to do another thing and always be um basically on call to do anything. And you have to always be like applying to things and be open minded and be ready for things. And that's the that's that's the way we operate in this world, right? Everything's going to be its own its own its own uh, lane, you know. I don't even want to say opportunity because I just said opportunity. It's going to be its own lane. Everything has its own uh its own section of what you need to do. And, you know, I spent so long working on my website with my web developer, and that's why it reflects, you know, everything I do. I wanted it to reflect, you know, my music, my acting, everything I do. And every single element of what I do. I don't want it to just be, I don't want to pigeonhole me. Um, And I think that, sorry, I'm typing to myself to think what I'm going to write next. I think that in terms of, like, industry, like, it's more important to be yourself and, like, be in your own direction and be writing your songs and be working with the good people rather than constantly trying to, like, buy music, buy streams, like, there's a guest I had on this show season two, and she, I'm not gonna name who it is, obviously, but she's a fake bitch, I mean, these people fucking buy streams, they, they buy followers, they manipulate how everything looks on their page, they manipulate people's opinion of them simply by just like doing that type of stuff where they're they're just constantly like, you know, doing fake shit. And like that for me, that's not it. Like I want to be a family channel and I want to share it with you guys, like my pregnancy, my birth, like my my children's lives, like all of it. Not like fucking eight passengers, fucking Ruby Frank. Like I'm not gonna fucking abuse my kids or put them on camera like that. But I want to show you guys the good the good moments in my kid's life and my being a parent and like all of that because you deserve to see it because you followed me for so long and you're such supporters. 
And I have so many great supporters and friends who are like, I can't wait to see you on TV and movies one day. Like, I can't wait to see everything. Like, I had a small role in Nope. I had a small role in Dave season three. Like, things are coming. Like, you have to be patient and work hard. And I want my kids to be able to say, that's my mom and I'm proud of her. And I see everything she's doing. You know, I don't ever want my kids to be in the position where they're, like, embarrassing me or something. That's why I don't do nude. That's why I don't do porn. That's why I don't want their easy money. And no offense, like, Lana the Plug, Sky Bree, you know, Tana, any of those people. I get it. I get it. You know, you need your money. But for me, you know, I'm in it for the long run. I went to USC. I'm educated. I'm college educated. You know, I work hard. I get everything I deserve and I work my ass off. And, and of course, good things take time. And sometimes, you know, you get everything you deserve, but it takes time. And I think that's what I finally understood about my life. You know, you have to just every day get up and put in the grind and the universe will see it. And you have to be a good, honest person and be putting in the work. And, you know, what my lawyer always says is it sounds good if you're just if you're just hustling and you make it happen. It doesn't sound good if you're sitting around waiting for someone to do something for you. And that's something I learned from her. And that's something I also learned from my vocal coach. You know, she's like, just do all the things, you know, do the influencing, do the podcasting, do the music, do the, do the playboy, do the slushy, do the TikTok, do the OnlyFans, do the threads, do everything, you know, don't, don't worry about what other people say. Don't worry. Don't let them like fucking pigeonhole you. And I think it's important because the industry is always changing so much. And there's always so many different avenues you could go in the industry. And like things could change at the drop of a hat, right? Like Vine could be deleted tomorrow, like how it was. And, you know, you could be Andrea Russet or fucking like Lily Rose Depp. You had a big following and then it didn't work out and then you come back later with something else. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. And you have to be able to, um, you know, move on your feet. Like, for example, Cameron Dallas, if we're going to go on the, the Vine tangent, you know, Cameron Dallas, he never really bounced back. He just became a fucking mess and he fought people in Aspen. I saw him. I saw him in Aspen when he got arrested. Like we saw him at the bar. It was crazy. Like, you know, what I mean, like some people just let the fame get to their head and they don't really like understand what they need to do in their life. And they're very um close minded and they don't see like, oh, like Vine was a fleeting moment like i need to make a real career for myself like i see that tiktok could go away tomorrow i see that playboy could go away tomorrow i see all of it. i see all my instagram you know I mean knock on wood it doesn't but i see anything could go away you know even instagram could go away if meta decided to delete it you know hopefully it doesn't knock on wood you know knock on wood there you go but you know you gotta do you and you can't worry about what other people say what other people think and you just gotta keep going and that's why I go to, you know, Victoria's Secret Outlet by lingerie. It's why I go to Amazon and buy all the, the, the stuff I need for my videos. You know, you have to just constantly be like investing and like reinvesting and, and hustling on yourself and, and, um, you know, making it happen. And, and you have to be like, let's get it. This has to be your energy. And that has to be your point of view. You have to constantly be, you know, seeing what the next best opportunity is. And, you know, being, do it, talking to people, you don't have to be, you don't have to be so, um, one-sided, you know, there's always options and there's always, you have to always look things over and, you know, something might seem great in one moment, you gotta review it a month later, see how it goes. Um, and you gotta, you gotta be very cordial, you know, if it's not, if something's not working out, it's not working out. And if something's working for you, it is working for you. You just have to, you just have to see how everything goes and you have to, you have to see how all of your, all of your, um, I simply see all of your opportunities uh, fill out and I'm highly specialized, you know, I, I'm an expert at every single thing I do and I get closer to achieve my dreams every day and I'm putting my work in and you have to make, you have to build that foundation and you have to grow your fan base and make your content and you have to constantly be putting in the work and that's really how it goes. I think that that's a big part of the industry. I think you have to start working and hustling. I think you have to... Constantly be taking in the latest news and the latest updates with everything in life. And um, in terms of the industry, I don't think that 
things are going to change. I think that everything's going to stay the same and we're not going to go back to physical records and we're never going to go back to whatever. I don't know. We're just never going to go back to how it was. I mean, now everything's hit driven music. You have to have global appeal. You have to be a TikTok star. And, uh, you know, I take everything I do very, 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 very seriously. And I take everything I do with a grain of salt. You know, I work really, really hard to make my music easy to clear, one stop, everything. And that's how I do all my content. You know, I own everything. I'm buzzing, I'm popping, I'm 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 hustling. And you know, I'm powerful. I realize I have a big follower base and I'm very powerful and I don't let anybody stop me. I don't let anybody stop me. I I really just focus on me and I focus on what I can do for others and I focus on what I can do with my brand. I focus on what I can do with my brand and what I can do with my with with my industry acumen. Um, sometimes one thing's possible, sometimes another thing's possible, you know, you guys know that everything I've had to go through in my, in my career has really changed who I am. It changes who you are overnight. It just changes. And, and I am not the same person I was seven years ago when I moved to Los Angeles, my life changed. And at this point, I'm just focused on licensing my music and making, making fucking bangers and putting them out and, and making music videos, making content. I'm focused on submitting them to playlists like I do every week. I'm focused on, you know, uh, continuing our webtoon and continuing our series. I'm focused on doing open houses, doing real estate. I'm focused on um, social media. I'm not, I'm just focused on what I can control. You know, all these people want to pitch you like, oh, management or oh, like, I'll represent you as like a booking agent or oh, you do these shows and this couture and they're going to get followers and we do this, you know, placement. It's like, no, like. If the right opportunity comes, it comes. But, like, you should never have to be paying someone to do something for you. You should say, you make a percentage, let's work. I mean, you should never be letting people do that to you. And, you know, you have to constantly be working and be, be making it happen. And you have to make it happen and you have to um, really put that in. And then you need to assess with yourself. You have to assess yourself, like, what am I doing? Because, for example, like, yeah, I have a great licensing deal, but we need to review that and see in a month, are they doing anything for me? Are they? You know what I mean? You have to be focused on yourself and you focus on your goals. And I'm not saying don't contribute to the community, but if you stay positive and you keep your balance, that's what matters. And something that is on my wall since I was a baby, and my parents bought me this, it's like a big sparkly sign, and it says, you're braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and much smarter than you think. And that's why A.A. Milne, a.k.a. Winnie the Pooh writer. So, you know, Christopher Robinson, sorry, but it was Winnie the Pooh. And like, you know, you always have to remember how smart and brave and talented and strong you are and you have to have that in you because do you know how many people come by me every day and try and knock me down I mean a million because they're so jealous and I think the jealousy stems from not being able to do what they want truly in life so they are very angry that they can't achieve that and that's a big part of the music industry the music industry is about inspiring others it's about hustling you know I'm not gonna pay those eighty thousand dollars for a Grammy campaign you know why because I make music and I'm happy to support the Grammys, but I'm not going to just put money and throw money into an appearance thing. I'm not just going to throw my entire life savings at something, hoping it works out. I do everything very calculated and very strategically, and I do everything in a way that's very, very, very frugal and very effective, cost effective. That's what I learned at USC Marshall. You know, if you want to be successful, you need to be investing. You need your Roth IRA. You need your 401k. 
and you need your fucking shit together. You can't just constantly be throwing your money at things that you hope work out. No, you got to focus on what brings you money and what, what, what is hustling for you. And that's a part of why, you know, I always say, fuck it, like do what you got to do. And, and I've had some people on this show who, you know, they really, I think they are jealous. Some people come on the show after they talk to me and not to be like self obsessed or something, but then they're like, Oh, we need a vlog together. Oh, we need to do this together. It's like, I don't have time. Like I literally make one YouTube video a week. Like I'm so fucking busy. Like I do as much as I can with everything. As you guys know, I hustle my ass off, but like, it's really hard to do what I do, which is everything, you know, podcasting, music, production, animation, um, you know, podcasting, influencing, uh, you know, working out, modeling, all of it. It's, it's a lot on your schedule and it's a lot on your plate and you have to prioritize what you prioritize. And like, I prioritize myself and I prioritize my future. And I know that like, I'm ready to have a baby because I'm focused on all the positives. You know, my fiance, um, basically removed his family from his life and blocked them because of how they treated him. And they, they were mad, but it's like, and we talked about this like a few weeks ago, but like, they were mad, but like, you know what? Like that's, that's kind of how, um, life works. You know, if you treat someone bad, they're not going to reciprocate. And I finally, Jordan and I both have finally taken that approach to our lives. You know, we've removed so many friends and even family members from our lives who just don't support. And I think that's important. I think that's why we're ready to have a baby. We're ready to expand our lives, expand our family. And like, that's why I know I could do that because I'm focused on myself and focused on my vision and focused on what I can do for my family and my, my tribe and my, my people around me. And like, I want to buy my parents a house in fucking Aspen. I want to buy my parents a house in Westlake. Like I want to. I want to build this empire and that's the only way you can do it is constantly investing, constantly creating and constantly moving and making shit happen. There's no way you can just be successful by spending all your money and hoping for things that are unrealistic. That's why I, I have many irons in the fire. I have many, you know, I don't put all my eggs in one basket. I have many baskets. I have many eggs. You know, you can't, you can't rely on one thing. And if anything I've learned from my biggest mentor, Shelly Curtis Lipback is she produced Days of Our Lives and all these big shows, and she also did acting, and she also did philanthropy, she also did investing, she did all of it. And that's why I'm doing that. And 444, I make it happen for myself, and I, I manifest everything for myself. And I think that's very important. And I have a lot of fans who, they see what I'm doing, and they respect it, and they understand what I'm doing, and they, they want to be there for my family, they want to be there for my people. And those are the people I want in my life. And you need to have those good people in your life who support you and who say, you know, I love you. I want you to be successful. I want I want you to be happy and I want to be there for you. And that's all about what I'm about. You know, in the music industry, we have to support each other. And in the music industry, you have to have the right people around you. And this this episode's not just about music industry, it's about whole philosophy and life, right? You can't you can't be putting yourself there for everybody. That's what I've learned. It's okay to say no, and there's power in saying no, and there's beauty in saying no. And there's beauty in, you know, being invited to things every day and saying politely, thank you so much for the invite, but I can't make it out. I'm busy. I'm working, you know. That's kind of how life goes. And that's kind of the direction life stays in. It's you need to do your thing and I'll do my thing. And we can all be there for each other, but we need to, you know, focus on our goals. And for example, I'm invited every Monday night to the showcase I used to do at Honeypot. I can't make it. You know, I live in Malibu. I can't go fucking, you know, Century City. Or for example, oh, you know, come to this party tonight in Melrose. Well, I just can't make it. You know what I mean? If it's an important industry thing, like the Guild of Music Supervisors Conference, or it's, you know, a party for the Grammys, okay, that might be different depending on my schedule. But I don't make my schedule changeable for other people. Like, I do my own thing. And I think it's important, especially if you're in a relationship like Jordan and I are, where you have to respect each other's schedule and respect each other's wishes and respect each other's time because you're never going to have that time back. And it's important to make time for your relationship. You know, that's why we're going to the movies tonight. We're just going to, like, goof around and have fun, take an edible, you know, chill out. 
I think that's important to be able to have time for that and to have time in your day for others who you love. And of course, yeah, make time for your business and constantly be working hard. But I think it's important to, you know, take a step back, see that, take care of your people. You know, why do you think I have such good contracts with my people? It's because I want to reward them for what they do. I want to reward them for their hard work and their effort and the love that we all put into our work together. And I think that's important. I think a big part of being in this industry is being collaborative and being supportive. You know, I pay each of my people so good. I spend all my money and time on my music and my productions and my modeling. And I think that it will pay off and it is paying off. It's just a matter of making it happen and being on track with what you want to do. You know, there's there's only so many things you can do in life and you have to kind of select them down. And it does seem like I do a lot, but it is all very interrelated and it's all very um, closely, closely related. You know, I'm not sitting there live streaming all day. I'm not sitting there, you know, taking lingerie photos all day. You know, I, I have different pockets of how I do things. I do my pre-recorded content. I do my, my promotion. I do my social media work. You, you can't do it all, right? Like I wanted to do live streaming. I realized, oh, like I don't have time for that. Or I wanted to do... You know, I want to do voiceover. I don't have time for that. And so sometimes there's power in narrowing things down and, and telling yourself, no, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not saying limit yourself on purpose. I'm saying if you have many things you do, you have to narrow yourself down. It's like the episode we talked about last week with Juliet Lyons. You can hustle really hard on many things. You just have to make sure there's time to do each of the things and execute on them. Because if you can't execute, then you're not doing anything. You can't do anything if you can't execute. And the key ultimately is also living your best life. I mean, you need to live somewhere where you're comfortable. You need to live somewhere where you're making home-cooked meals and you're sleeping eight hours a night and you're you're going to Disney or whatever your Disney is, you know, going to the park or going to, you know, the beach or whatever your time for yourself is. But you have to at least once a week make time for yourself. And I'm not talking about going to the gym. Going to the gym is for your looks and for your health. I'm talking about taking time to do something that's not for anything. It's just to relax and enjoy your life. And I think that everyone should do that at least once a week. Maybe that sounds stuck up because I'm like this, some people perceive me as this Jew girl who gets to go to Beverly Hills Hotel and royal red carpet treatment at the Grammys and whatever. But, you know, I only get those few moments in my life, the highlight reel of my life because of everything I do every day. And I think that makes a big difference and that changes things when people look at it that way and they see, oh, wow, like, uh, Erin is not just like this fucking, you know, rich, spoiled bitch. She, like, hustles for every single thing she does. And I appreciate the people who see that. I have my highlight moments. You can see them at aromewest.com. I have... Great stuff I do, and I have the back-end work that I do, and it's a lot of work, everything I do. So I hope you guys can understand that and see, and that you respect how hard I work on everything. And, you know, I have my animals, I have my fiancé, I, I have my future baby that I want to have. I have all these things motivating me, and, you know, it's if you follow me for a long time, you know, I've just had a lot of really toxic exes and I've had a lot of people who weren't there for me in that way. And, you know, finally I have my family and I have my black babies, Boba and Pirate, and I have my, you know, my support system. And I hope you guys can find yours. And I think that that's really necessary if you want to be successful in this music industry. And you have to also, just to end the, the podcast on positive note, you have to pat yourself on the back for everything you've done. Of course, you always want to make more music. Of course, you always want to be more successful and do more and more. But at the end of the day, really, just take time for yourself and be like, what do I want to do? You know, it's going to be hard and it's going to be a lot of money. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating or trying to diminish on that. I'm just saying you need to understand what you bring to the table and then see what you can do based off that. Don't worry about what other people say or do. Of course, have good people on your team, but don't let anyone hold you back and focus on you and take time for yourself and be yourself. And don't worry what they think, you know, fuck them. My whole life, people bullied me and told me, you can't do this, you can't do that. No, no, no. I give my ear fucking nagging. No, I'll do it. And you're going to fucking watch me. That's your fucking punishment. So 
you know, <laughs> to end the episode on a positive note, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, we're going to relax and we're going to go to the beach and we're going to go to Disney on Monday. So stay tuned for all that. Go to AmandaRomeWest.com to see all my stuff and follow me on Instagram and TikTok, especially Amanda Rome West official. Bye guys. Love you so much. See you next week.